Welcome to Marketing Like a Mother, a podcast made for mumpreneurs by mumpreneurs. Every week we are diving into mum-approved business and marketing strategies to help you grow a profitable and family-friendly business. Today I am your host, Michelle Ponvert, and I am here with the lovely Carla Chauhet. Thank you so much for joining us, Carla. Thank you, Michelle, for inviting me to be here. Well, Carla has some very interesting things for our audience, very, very mum-focused. So, Carla, do you mind introducing yourself and telling us all about what it is you do and how you help us amazing mums? Of course, yeah. So, I'm a life and business strategist that works with mums specifically. I also work with men on occasion, but my main focus now is to help mums both with business and in life. Um, I have a community of wonderful women um, that are all mums who at some point through motherhood lost themselves. And I noticed um, in the time that we were together in the community that a lot of them have um, kind of what they consider to be very small side businesses, a little bit of pocket money, uh, that kind of thing. And I have been an entrepreneur myself since since just before I was pregnant with my first child. And I continued to have that um, kind of freedom, let's call it freedom for now, we'll go into that later, but uh, you know, entrepreneurship as a mum can give you kind of flexibility and freedom if you Mm. set it up correctly, (laughs) to Mm -hmm. have that balance between family time and and business uh, time. It's not always easy to separate the two, Um, but yeah, we can go back into that, but you know, I've been an entrepreneur myself as a mum ever since I became a mum with different businesses. I've taken seven uh, businesses from idea to a concept to launch. And so Mm. I know a a couple of things about uh, (laughs) running a business while running a family, uh, which is full on, uh, but it also, there are lots of benefits to it. So yes, that's what I uh, more recently have been focusing on helping mums to Mm. kind of create you know, as, as big or as small a business as they want, but to actually think of it as a business, because often I find with mums who have the kind of little side uh, side marketing businesses, like network marketing companies, for example, mm-hmm. or or yeah, mainly network marketing companies. What I found within my community, that's how they start off, and it's all about a mindset shift. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you treat your business as a hobby, it will pay you like a hobby. In fact, you lose money. <laughs> So it's all about, oh, I see your cat. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's about, you know, realizing that actually, even as a full-time mum, mm-hmm. as a stay-at-home mum, you can actually create uh, financial abundance for your family and yourself and create yeah. financial freedom. Um, you don't have to have, uh, you don't have to think of it as a little side business if you don't want to. And you can create the life you, you dreamed of maybe before you had kids as well. Oh, that's beautiful. I can I can hear so much passion from your voice as you talk about this. I would love for you to share kind of why you are so excited and passionate about supporting these women at that space of taking their business seriously. What sparked all of this for you? So for me, it all started with my own personal experience of mm. um, feeling lost uh, in motherhood and losing myself. And mm. I, I even as I, I'm actually, um, before becoming a life and business strategist, um, I've been a psychologist for uh-huh. many, many years, two decades almost. <laughs> um, and so I've always been interested in human behavior. Um, I'm an empath, which means I uh, naturally kind of feel how people are feeling. And mm-hmm. um, with time, I won't go into the long story, but 
with time, I discovered that the thread in my life had been I wanted to help women, particularly mums, with whichever business I opened, which were sometimes not related at all uh, to mothers directly. But I kind of figured out one point in my life that actually all I've been always trying to do is to help mums. And mm-hmm. I think that stems from my own experience as a child of seeing my own mother being an entrepreneur uh, when yeah. we were in Italy. And then we moved because of my father's career. We moved to England uh, when I was just I just turned 15. And I saw my mother go from kind of my superhero, someone that I saw as, you know, she was completely together, running a business, running a family, a really cool mom. I really looked up to her to a, a massive shift when we came to the U- UK and she didn't have a business. She just became mm. a, a housewife. And and I say just, I mean, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that <laughs> if it makes you happy and you feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. But I definitely saw a shift in her. Yeah. Uh, she, she shrunk in a sense and never kind of, I think she lost herself and never found herself again. And that was really painful for me to watch as a child mm. because I kind of saw, saw her going from this like really active person, very independent to a person that was kind of almost stuck in this. Yeah shell of her old of her former self um and I, I wasn't at the time I wasn't really conscious I think of this it's it's a realization that came through mm. more recently um which is what led me to create the community that I uh, called wild and that's not wild in wild in the sense of uh going crazy or anything like that it's more wild as a as in flowers wildflowers mm-hmm. kind of you know uh coming back to your true self because I think yeah. it's so easy to get lost it, when you're looking after everyone else as a mm-hmm. mum, you know, kind of, even when you intend to not be that person, which I definitely intended not to be that mum where I kind of just became just mum and there is nothing about being just a mum. There's nothing. <laughs> it's so full on. It's, it's amazing. We are responsible for human lives and the next generation. So, um, mm-hmm. but we often feel that the motherhood, motherhood label diminishes us in some way, which yeah. is really sad because actually we are leaders of our society and, and of the next generation and I think it's really important for us to own it mm. and to answer your question I went a long way around it but basically <laughs> to answer your question why am I so passionate in helping women that are mothers to mm. create their own financial independence uh, it, 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 through having their own businesses because I think mm. it affords a lot more flexibility when you're your own boss um, and it also I think what we do in life aside from being a mum uh, it does form part of our identity mm. uh, you know before children we perhaps had a career and you know that what forms our identity is, is lots of different things and business yeah. or career is one of those things and I think if you become a full-time mother or if you temporarily you know just become um, you kind of take away that side of our life uh, mm. style we can we can lose part of that identity and I think it's really really important to know that as a mum you don't have to just kind of lose yeah. all of what you were before. You can completely incorporate or you can grow into something else and still have that kind of side of you that isn't mum. Because we're lots of things, aren't we? We're not just mums. <laughs> we're sisters, we're friends, we're wives. We're, we're people. You know, and, and, yeah, yeah, we're absolutely that. And uh, mm. I think uh, having your own thing that you... And and what I'm really passionate about is helping mums to rediscover their passions, what they love, mm. and actually create a business based on that. Because when you have that, like I do, I don't feel like yeah. I work. I feel like, you know, what I do is just so enjoyable that I, it doesn't feel like I get up on a Monday morning, <laughs> oh, 
that. So they go, I'm always excited. And, you know, you mm. spotted it straight away. And, and that's because I feel like I'm making an impact, not just through yeah. being a mum and having created life. It's aside from kind of being a child bearer. Um, mm. I think I'm creating a ripple of impact on, you know, helping women find their own passions and helping other people with that. And, you know, if happy mums make a happy world, I think. so. Oh, beautiful. That needs to be embroidered on a T-shirt. I think. <laughs> uh, so I love that you, you've shared that you, you created this community. And I know as a, a mum myself, community can be really hard to find. It can be an isolating experience being a mother and, I would love to hear what you find the benefit of, you know, grouping these mothers together, sharing this mission in a community format. What does that bring to the table for them? Well, first of all, you mentioned to yourself, it, it can be isolating to be a mum, even when you feel that you're not. And I definitely experienced this on a personal level. I felt everything was okay. But at some point through the process, I did get lost and I did feel, feel lonely. I did feel mm. like I wasn't worthy of anything and I was just kind of a robotic person doing things for other people uh forgot who I was forgot what I loved to do and you know mm. what what my purpose was really um and so it felt very lonely because I think also as mums we societal pressures and just maybe the way we've been brought up we're not open about our struggles we feel that mm. we have to be you know how often have you heard uh, oh I don't know how you do that you're amazing you're a superwoman <laughs> Mm-hmm. And and that can be a great compliment, but can also lead us to not be true to our own feelings. And we feel yeah. that we ha- we should be able to handle it. And there's a lot of, naturally, one of the, the things that I um, really focused on in creating uh, e-books and, you know, even free materials for women is, is talking about this part where we don't share our true mm-hmm. feelings, even with other mums, because we don't want to feel, we're not very good at asking for help. We feel like we should be able to handle it there's this Mm. perception that you know and we're a bit stuck you know sometimes I feel we're stuck between a a rock and a hard place sometimes because you know you get the comments even from other mums who know who might be feeling the same way you are but we're not honest about it and we're like oh well Mm. you you know we feel like well we chose to have children you know so we should be happy (laughs) to (laughs) To sacrifice everything else (laughs) yeah but we know society is not really set up to support mums very well you know we mm. no one talks about matrescence for example which is the the actual shift that we go through from womanhood to motherhood you know we mm. we understand adolescence for example uh you know when a child goes from being from infancy to adolescence and you know there's a massive hormonal shift and we all have a, a you know even a very basic understanding of it oh you know it's just a teenager you know and we, mm-hmm. we kind of understand it and meet it with compassion but when a woman has this massive shift, which is not just physical, it's also emotional, financial, uh, identity-wise. You know, we we have this massive shift, and there's really no education around it, and people mm. don't. I, have you, for example, have you ever heard of the word matrescent? I've never then, heard it. Right, yeah. exactly. And this is a, a, a term that was coined many, many centuries ago, and <laughs> it was shelved because uh, there's just not a lot of compassion, even mm. from women, from mums to mums. Um, you know this yeah and this shift is is just really kind of missed and so I think it's really really important to to help women understand that it's okay to share your feelings and to share your struggles and and that's how we find that we're not alone I'm trying I grew my community specifically so that mums wouldn't feel alone and they would understand Mm. that actually it's okay you don't have to pretend that everything's fine you know (laughs) uh because because that's not life that's not real life you know what we mm. see on social media is not real life and you know it just puts 
extreme pressure on us to 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 feel a way that we don't and we can't even share it with our closest people uh that we might be struggling and that leads just to you know depression anxiety all the sort of things that I've always dealt with in my uh counseling practice which is which is not a great role model for our kids because we're mm. we're kind of not being true to ourselves we're not honoring ourselves and uh it doesn't serve anybody it doesn't serve you it doesn't serve the people that you love or the world is such to, to to be kind of a a pretend version of who we truly are mm. um and so I wanted to bring the women mums together in a community where they felt safe um mm. it's a completely and I'm very hard on this line my my top uh rule in the community is no judgment um and I you know I stick by that and it's a really really lovely community where people can you know come in and just say I'm really struggling with this including me you know because <laughs> life is ebbs and flows right it's not all mm. kind of amazing but it's just being able to to say that that's what you're going through is also helping to process and go through that and mm. get to the other side and if we don't have that it, it can be very isolating and lonely so that that was really the purpose of the community to come in and just be yourself and find out who that yourself actually is because sometimes mm. we do forget um we're so kind of focused on pretending we are okay um mm. that we actually forget that you know we don't have to be okay it's okay not to be okay all the time yeah you can definitely tell some of your background in sort of mental health world coming in there and it's yeah. beautiful to see you trying to create this and curate this space for women to explore that other stuff I think that's it's really yeah. powerful uh, I'm curious because you. you mentioned there is this part of your work that is helping people helping mums create businesses that fit their life their goals their world how do you help them figure out what that looks like well we start with rediscovering your identity really um mm. because it's only from from you, you you can't kind of skip that part because if you don't know <laughs> if you if you spent the last few years you know kind of dismissing your needs uh mm. it's, it's sometimes quite difficult you know when I, when I have consultations and it depends on what kind of consultation when we we, we have to work on the mindset first and mental health mm. Uh, is that often you know postnatal depression or or you know trauma in childhood mm-hmm. that you've never kind of healed from you know all those things if you don't fix those things first um you can set up any business then you're always going to self-sabotage you're mm-hmm. never going to be able to reach your higher self and you know create what you what you dream of creating maybe you don't feel that you're good enough or you're not capable enough so the first step is always kind of working on the mind and mm-hmm. kind of healing first before we can rediscover oh actually you know, what was I passionate about, if ever? Sometimes people don't even know if they ever had a passion and that's mm. also okay. You know, yeah. trying to figure out, you know, what you want for your life. What does your dream life look like? Because not everyone mm. wants a multi-seven-figure business, uh, <laughs> you know, and that's cool. You know, mm. it's trying, I think one of the biggest unlockings is trying to figure out what what you want in your life. And it's not yeah. so easy sometimes. So it takes, it takes in the work. Uh, it takes work you know really intentional work to be able yeah. to you know get to the point where you can even think of a business or a career you know um, and as, as I said before there's a lot of kind of societal pressures and judgmental um, attitude towards mums isn't there you know mm. if you if you if you're a mum that kind of has a baby and keeps going back to work quite quickly then you know interested in your children or if you 
become a stay-at-home mum or you know you don't you've lost your independence you're not you know you shouldn't be doing that <laughs> it doesn't matter what we do we can't win be judged. <laughs> right so I think for me having your own business is about it's about doing something for yourself that you know something that makes you fulfilled on a personal level um and it's for nobody else except for you to do what you want to do but it, it does take a lot of kind of digging to to get there sometimes and it it, it requires openness courage uh, and willingness to do work and and you know I'm not saying that having your business your own business is the only way having a career can be or being a staying at home month but it's also it's also cool um it just really depends on who you are and it that's that that really the crux of everything you know it's rediscovering who you are and it could be that you you want to become a different version of who you were before you became a mum and that's okay too you know but it, mm. it's just putting that intention on you and working <laughs> on you um, yeah. and going from there really yeah it's so funny I feel like there's such simple questions that you're trying to help people answer but they are the really hard ones to figure out yourself mm. and I think that's that's such helpful and powerful work to just get to the core of like who are you what do you want and how does it look yeah. I think that's so simple but so beautiful I yeah. I feel like there is something so universal too in the experience you describe of motherhood and that kind of throwing a wrench in what you think you are as a person I'm curious if you find that most of the people you work with are in that earlier stage of motherhood or if motherhood is just the rest of our lives once we've had children do you sort of meet people at all of those stages or are you really loving the fresh mother <laughs> let's call her that's a really good question actually because we can experience that sense of loss of identity at any stage and that was actually mm. a surprise to me as well because we always kind of come from a from our own experiences and my experience was of real the, the, the start of the realization that I felt lost and uh, I turned a little bit you know into what my mother experienced probably was mm. after I had my third child and my uh, youngest was by then three or four years old so it was kind of at the end of you know when when the, all the kids I have three children uh, who are now uh, 13 11 and, and eight but at the time when I discovered that I had this kind of gap in myself I, mm. I was kind of shocked um, but when I started to kind of niche down to help moms with my work I presume that it would be the mums that who now have like me in that moment mm -hmm. like that they have all their children in full-time school and so they, they, they're almost experiencing it like an early emptiness syndrome so they're not so much involved in their own in the kind of looking after physically of the children because yeah. most of the day I mean it's a very short day uh, at least in the UK most mums unless they're working full-time they have their children in school from nine till three which is really not a very long time um <laughs> And and it's also a challenge for mums as well, which makes them feel lost and blocked and unable to get unstuck essentially because it's not long enough to to have a proper job, if you like, nine to five, mm. uh, and still be around for the kids. It's a very very short day, um, and you still you know it's, it's kind of a having to now figure out do I keep being a, ho a stay at home mum without kids at home, and yeah. then you feel all the kind of you know the inner critic starts going oh but you know you don't have kids at home so you must be lazy and all that kind of stuff. So, um, or you go back to work, but you're not going to be able to maybe do a lot of, I see a lot of mums going into teaching assistant kind of jobs mm -hmm. because, not because they're passionate about that or they feel fulfilled by that, but just purely because it's practical, yeah. you know, they're working <laughs> the same times and they have holiday times when the kids have holidays, et cetera, et cetera. But that doesn't make necessarily for a happy 
uh, life uh, unless you really love it. Um, and so going back to your question is, I assume that I'll be helping mums with, at my stage, you know, with, with children in school. But actually what happened is that I attracted in my community mums that are pregnant mm-hmm. and haven't even had their first baby, yeah. right up to grandmothers who are in the group who are still feeling the same way. And, and this mm-hmm. highlights the importance of um, communication and talking about this uh, this transition from womanhood to motherhood. Mm. Because it can happen from the moment you're pregnant and you get scared of, oh, my God, what's my life going to look like when I have kids? Yeah. And it can stay with you right to the point where you actually experience the, the well-known kind of empty nest syndrome when your kids are adults and they move out. And you're like, I've just lived my whole life being just <laughs> mom. Mm-hmm. And now what do I do with myself? And you feel completely, you know, and, and that can be really damaging for your children as well. So I think, mm. you know, as moms. And, and I believe we become mums from the moment we know that we're bearing a baby. I think it's 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 really our responsibility to to do this work uh, mm. of not not letting go of who we are outside of being a mum. And and there's not much help I have to say out there for this because mm. uh, because of the reasons that I mentioned earlier, we don't have a lot of compassion for mums, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, generally in society. And I think it's really really important to become aware that every single mum goes through this you mm. know and it, it's hard because you you're when you become a mum you're adding a facet of an identity to you mm-hmm. uh, that is massive but it doesn't have to overtake the whole of, of your identity it can be yeah. done by keeping little snippets of your old self and you create a whole new identity where you're also a mum you're not just a mum mm. um yeah yeah it's difficult you, you... to do but it's possible exactly <laughs> I think like guidance yeah it's something that's so consistent too in your life once as you said the moment you become a mum you're a mum forever and it just shapes everything I I think what you're speaking about with that sense of the school days not being you know really designed to help with keeping a quote-unquote traditional job I'm curious if you find you attract people who have kids with you know special needs or challenges or schedules that are non-traditional because I can definitely imagine that need to create a business create something for themselves almost more amplified in that kind of situation too yeah I mean there's definitely lots of parents with children that have extra challenges in terms of you know Mm. development or physical disability for sure Uh, those are even more challenging to to, you know you, you, you then really really need to kind of think about what works for your family and mm. what you can implement to make sure that you it's even more important I would say when you're when you don't have a choice but to be kind of the main uh, part because there's a lot of management involved right it's not just the <laughs> physical aspects of helping your child that has a disability it's also the management of maybe medical care or mm-hmm. you know you have to be almost like their PA for the medical staff <laughs> as well so it's another mm-hmm. layer um what I also found in my community there's a lot of mums who have uh been diagnosed with ADHD or ADD mm. in their adults, uh, which is, mm. I find also very, very interesting. And again, yet another layer of, you know, because there are so many different things in life that can be uh, challenges to ourselves. And it's only yeah. when we become aware of, and, and we accept and, uh, which is not an easy thing to do again, uh, <laughs> but we, when we become, it, it all starts with awareness. And then, mm. then there's this, this stage of acceptance. And we are so strong as women, especially mums, that we can deal with any challenges that are put in front of us. 
but we all need support all yeah. of us you know we're yeah. human beings are not meant to be kind of we're social animals we need we need a group and I think in our generation um you know this is one of the things that matressa's covered in the old days you know it took a whole village to mm-hmm. raise a child we just don't have that anymore because you know we are you know especially in London where I live I don't know what it's like for you I know you live in Paris <laughs> and I don't know what it's like to you know but I, I've seen the difference between being brought up by my grandmother as a child myself when I was living in Rome and we yeah. had all our family my aunties they were all involved in our in the upbringing of myself oh, my wow. brother even my cousins had that when we moved here I noticed in London there's a lot of families that are from all over the world and they don't have that family network so yeah. we if we are in the right mind space we can create that by you know going to nct groups and making our own kind of baby friend groups that mm. it's not quite the same uh if you're lucky you will meet people that you are you feel connected to and mm. they become your chosen family to support mm-hmm. you um but i think it's just more difficult um without having that support network to to be able to face the extra challenges of special needs uh whether yourself your own or your ch- children um but it's all possible it's just you know it's it's like for some ha- for some reason we are expected to become mothers and just handle everything you know without any (laughs) there's no textbook yeah and we're just expected to just get on with it you know and you know even when you have family support nearby maybe your mother's lifestyle was completely different and they don't really know how to support you so there's definitely a need for mums to be more honest Mm -hmm. and and just have a space where they can just say hey I'm struggling and not feel guilty because we're very good at doing the mum guilt stuff you know <laughs> there's no shame in needing help there's no shame in the fact that you're struggling it's hard it is hard being a mum and keeping your identity um and and still having that time for you to be just you um but it is possible um mm. and I'm and, and I think as I said earlier it's our responsibility to do that because we are as you know our kids do what we do they don't do what we say so mm-hmm. they are raised by a mum who has nothing outside of you know if, if your value is all based on being their mum first of all it kind of puts pressure on the children when they grow up to to kind of you know to be that person that is giving you a sense of self-worth which is not right and and also you know for yourself you need to know that you're so much more than just a mum you know <laughs> in inverted commas because I know that you can't see me on the podcast so yeah it's, it's really important to us to role model for our mm. children that you, know, you can be a mum and you can still have independence and that's both for you know boys and girls yeah um, because we are it, it, as much as we sometimes feel like we don't matter our role is super important mums are leaders of the world whether we like it or not whether we understand it or not whether we accept it or not in ourselves because maybe we're feeling down or we're feeling weak we actually impact the future directly mm-hmm. through our children. We are responsible for the next generations to come. And that's, that's, that's probably one of the most important jobs in the whole world. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's and we need, we, we, and we need to own that. Exactly. <laughs> to own our power. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And I think it does make for women who are running families and businesses, they run their businesses differently too. I, I keep finding in, you know, my experience as a business owner and working with other businesses, mums are just on a different wavelength when it comes to how we operate because you have to be. And I, I don't know if that's something you touch on, but I do feel like there's some superpowers that come with the whole motherhood Absolutely. experience too. 
There are. I mean, definitely there are because we had we, you know, I'm sure you've seen lots of the memes with the mums with the loads of hats. Mm-hmm. You know, we are when we when we turn into motherhood, we become uh, we we become experienced at lots of things. You know, kind of taxi service, medical support, <laughs> PA. You know, and this is the real shame because we do wear lots of hats, and we are very very good at kind of you know um, switching between one task and, a, and another very quickly. We are very mm. we become hopefully very um, dip- diplomatic. Uh, you know, because our kids are very good at <laughs> being great negotiators. <laughs> Uh, you know, we become resilient, we become more, you know, we have to manage, we become kind of psychologists to our kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do so many jobs. The, the list is endless um, in terms of the skills that we acquire. By, and, and this is one of like, my tagline for my World Mother Group is be empowered by motherhood. Because yeah. often um, motherhood is seen as almost like a disempowerment um, of a woman, but it's not. It's actually the opposite, you know, and it, it, it makes me, I don't know if you've seen there's a there was a fantastic ad. Uh, it was like an interview setting with with a, a gentleman and a mum, and you only discovered this is the job that she was you know applying for is, is motherhood where you have to work all hours. Do you, do you know what I mean? I haven't seen I'm it, but I'm about. going to look for it. I love the sound of this. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. It's, it's an interview setting where they're describing basically they're giving a kind of a description without saying that the job title is mother, being a mother. They're giving mm. a kind of a job description where you have to work 24-7, there's no breaks, <laughs> you know, you're expected to just be there and you have to do all these different things. And and the, the women sitting there like, no, I don't want this job. Because <laughs> it's just absolutely ridiculous. And oh, and, and by the way, you don't get paid. You know? mm. <laughs> it's a really, really well observed. Um, uh, I, I don't know if it was an advert for something, I can't remember now, but it's, uh, it's stuck in my mind and I think it's brilliant because that is the expectation, right? We're mm. supposed to do all these things and at the end of it, when we're ready to perhaps, you know, um, you know, the kids have moved on a little bit and we have a little bit more time to be able to maybe return to a job or get a new job, you know, it's almost looked upon as a as a bad thing that you haven't worked for X amount of time mm-hmm. as if you've been doing nothing. But in, a real, in reality, motherhood gives us so many more skills than we could ever have acquired yeah. in any other job or position. <laughs> and, and that is the very reason why I my my purpose and passion is to 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 allow women as turned into mothers to see their potential and their mm. skills and their talents and the fact that they've been empowered by becoming mothers and mm. all those skills guess what they make ex- excellent excellent profiles for entrepreneurs and businesses yep. because <laughs> as you know yourself when you start your own business at the beginning you are the CEO the admin, mm-hmm. the accountant, they sell the marketing <laughs> person. You are all of it. And, mm-hmm. and you know, further down the line, what I teach uh, mums to be once they, they scale their business and they grow their business is to also let go of all of that. Because in our family, we are the kind of CEO and we mm-hmm. we, we, we do the CEO stuff, but we also do the menial tasks, you know. <laughs> that, you know, we do, we do all of it. And and that transfers, unfortunately, when you, when you first do your mm. own business. And I, I'm culprit of that. I used to do all of it. You know, mm. I, I had a lot of issues letting go. You know, it's like that control thing. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm the best doing all of it. And your business becomes almost like your next baby, you know. Mm-hmm. And also that kind of transition that I help people with. So it's not just mums with small businesses that are new to it to transform mm. them into and grow them into a, an actual business. Because you can't, then you can't get, if you're doing all of the jobs and you're wearing all the hats in your business, it's a bit like in motherhood. Unless you're ready to step out of your comfort zone and actually ask for help because yeah. believe it or not I'm sure you understand we find it <laughs> difficult to ask for help often mm-hmm. 
um, and to delegate, you know, jobs around the house or even our kids to a babysitter or, you know, exactly the same. And and, and it's a real great analogy, motherhood, to mm. having your own business, uh, especially as a first-time entrepreneur. You want to do it all. You then struggle to let go. And if you don't let go of some of the things that actually other people could easily do with a bit of training, admin, yeah. accounts, you know, all the, all the things that you is not your top skill within the business. You have to be able to learn to pay someone else. If mm-hmm. someone else can do it for cheaper, then, you know, if you could be doing something else with your time that could make better revenue, you need to delegate those tasks. You need to get yeah. a VA, you need to get an accountant, you need to get help with social media, you know, in all the areas that it's not your areas of genius, you need to let go of it. And that's how you scale your business. And that mm-hmm. is how you get more of a balance. Balance is probably not the right word. But <laughs> Equilibrium, work maybe. Life balance is a bit of a I think, you know. Mm. I, I don't think um, as a mum you can, or as a business owner or both, you can never really get a balance of, you know, I'll spend this much time. It's all it's all more like a pendulum, you know. You sometimes are really busy with work and you're all into the, you're the business and sometimes it swings all the other way and you're, you've got that kind of holiday with your family. Um, mm. And you just have to kind of, go with the flow a bit you know but it's possible to certainly not feel uh, overwhelmed by having your own business it's Mm. it's all a learning process and that's why you know I coach people as a mentor I can you know having done this for almost (laughs) 20 years I I've I've made lots of mistakes and I Mm. can you know hopefully try and avoid people making (laughs) the same mistakes and and helping them not to take 20 years to to create a business that works with their family um Mm. Because I think, you know, time is the only thing that we can't make more of. So <laughs> that's the yeah. whole point. No, oh, that's beautiful. Well, I think there's probably a lot of people who really want to connect with you, want to learn more about this community. Please tell us how we can find you and how people can join this beautiful community sure. you've created. Sure. Okay. So the community is on Facebook and it's called Wild Mother, Empowered by my Motherhood. I mean, I can send you some links if you want to maybe pop them we'll into, underneath yeah. the podcast uh so you're welcome to join if you're a mum that's the only prerequisite and you want some help or you just want to connect to people that are going through the same as you you're very welcome to join if you want to find out how to work with me you can go to carlashowhet.com and again my my uh, surname is a bit of a uh, handful to spell so we'll hopefully pass you the we'll link in, that in there. <laughs> yeah. or you can just look me up on facebook uh I, my personal facebook uh, page is used to you know reach as many people as possible uh, and you can follow me there again Carla Shohet same handle for the Instagram I'm more active on Facebook than Instagram right now but I do have an Instagram uh, presence so again Carla underscore Shohet and uh, yeah so yeah click on one of the links and get in touch and if I can help you I'm very happy to receive DMs um, yeah so reach out you don't have to do this on your own Thank you so much, Carla. I know there's a lot of women who will appreciate hearing everything you've shared. And I'm so grateful personally for you to come on this show and and just share a little glimpse of all the goodness that you create for the world. So thank you. Thank you so much, Michelle. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for joining us on Marketing Like a Mother this week. If you found value in today's show and want to support some fellow mumpreneurs, we really appreciate a rating or even just telling a business friend about the show. We'll be back next week with more marketing tips for busy mums with businesses. Until then, take care. Bye.